0: Hey everyone, welcome back. In today's episode, we talk all things Grammys.
1: We also have a very compelling discussion about anxiety and dealing with mental health with a super
0: special guest. And we play a fun game at the end to see if you can keep up. Time to get juicy.
1: Hey everyone.
0: It's John Flynn.
1: And Sierra Morabito.
0: With What About It.
1: A dream that what about it came back for
0: episode six. We're back for episode <laughs> six. Thank you, billy Eilish, for that beautiful rendition.
1: Of <laughs> what the did record you think of that? the
0: year performance. Oh my gosh, that was beautiful. I think Billy should definitely hire you for background.
1: I know. I feel like I should have won. <laughs> I'll do a cover next and then, like, year. Compete and <laughs> beat her in
0: next year. It'll be Sierra's cover of Everything I Wanted. Grammy of the year. It's coming seriously. Oh, well, well welcome back okay. everyone <laughs> well thank you guys for coming back to another episode we hope everyone loved our royal episode last week people seem to love that tea
1: yes the tea was really piping hot and it's continued to be piping mm-hmm. since last week I feel like there have been headlines literally every single day regarding the royal family and Megan
0: I know I don't think this story is over I mean I even know that Meghan Markle's sister's apparently writing a tell-all, which is weird because I don't think they know each other, but (laughs) each their own.
1: Yeah, Meghan and her family, like, don't even talk. Sadly, I
0: don't think the story's over, so we'll keep you updated if we hear any big updates on that story specifically.
1: Yeah, we'll certainly do some updates regarding that. But today we have a super exciting episode. There is so much to discuss, and we have an incredible guest who is mm. near and dear to the what about at heart. So yes. get pumped! Yeah, John. John, how was your week this week?
0: It was a great week. Everyone, happy uh, belated St. Patrick's Day was yesterday. Woo-hoo. So I've had a great week. It was definitely weird though. I mean, the fact that it was St. Patrick's Day yesterday and in these pandemic times, everything, you know, there was no parades or people weren't really going out or getting green beer. It was kind of right? weird. And it's,
1: it's so weird too. Like in comparison to last year, like I remember because it was right when everything started shutting down and then like mm-hmm. seeing people partying on St. Patrick's Day, like everyone was pissed because it was the, we were at the very beginning, yeah. like the fetal states of COVID. <laughs>
0: I know. And it, it's kind of weird this year because I started seeing people partying again a little bit. Hopefully it was safe, yeah. but it, yeah, it that, that was such a weird time because we had no idea what was going on. We're like, what does this pandemic mean? Oh, we'll be back in like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like we'll celebrate St. Patrick's day in two weeks. No big deal, but right, it's we so are. weird.
1: looking. <laughs> it's so weird looking at my Snapchat memories and seeing like what I was posting like a year ago today. Mm-hmm. And like, and everything I was posting was so like, like, literally or go today I was with my friends and we were like eating breakfast in Ithaca like saying bye to each other and we were like all right like see you guys in a week and I literally oh, captioned you my spring break yeah and I posted yeah. a story and I captioned it like one week like spring one extra week of spring break I don't know something like that
0: <laughs> so we hope everyone had a great St. Patrick's Day how was your week Sierra anything yeah. exciting happen
1: It's been good. Um, got to visit my boyfriend. So I'm at his house right now. Hence the lovely background. If you guys check out our Instagram, you will see many photos of football teams and Marvel movie posters.
0: (laughs) Very much your aesthetic.
1: Very much my aesthetic. No, my boyfriend and I are like, we're different, but same, 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 but different. That's the best. Yeah. I put on like that, like Chic, like facade, but deep down, I'm like a total nerd. He's just like, he just embraces the nerd aspect.
0: I love that. It's always good to love be with someone who gets all your sides.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, Sierra, we have an announcement. We have a new segment, correct? <gasps> You're right. Tell them about it. And it's something we discussed last <laughs> week. We manifested yeah. this, we
1: manifested it. You <laughs> right, it's so- our
0: show and we control it. <laughs>
1: oh right this is totally our show we say what's in it (laughs) okay yeah that makes sense anyways so last week we mentioned how we thought about doing like maybe giving you guys product recommendations whether that be skincare or like i don't know a toothpaste or literally anything (laughs) literally anything like um a new clothing store item i don't know but So we thought each week we would give our pick of the week. So we'll have John's pick of the week and Sierra's pick of the week. And we will recommend something to you guys that we're super into. So yeah, we got feedback last week with people being like, wait, what was that like lip product that you like touched on? And I'm here to tell you what it is.
0: What is it, Sierra? Give us all the details.
1: This lip product for any of my friends who are listening, you all use it (laughs) by now because I've raved about it for literally a few years now. And so it is a sleeping care mask and it's by the brand Laneige. I hope I'm saying that right. It's L-A-N-E-I-G-E. Sounds so it's a lip. <laughs> no, it's really not. It's very reasonably priced oh, um, for like, deal. a, for like, yeah, for like the full-sized lip product. It's like $20 I want to say, but it lasts a very long time. Like I used one tub for like a year um, and I only like recently got another new flight. New flavors? Is that is that you call it different or new scent?
0: <laughs> yeah, like, flavor scent. You know.
1: Yeah, but so for anyone looking at it, you can get it at Sephora. um Yeah, but, or at, on the company's website. It's called, it's called the Laneige Lip Sleeping Mask. And my favorite scent flavor is the sweet candy.
0: Ooh, what does it taste like? like it sp- tastes like, like, a, like sweet candy.
1: candy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we love when the name makes sense. Is it like some, like a like a hard candy type? Flavor. Yeah.
1: Mm, right out not right now. Let's now.
0: It. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my pick of the week is a little strange. It's okay. actually a food item and you just mentioned candy. It is a candy. Oh. <laughs> it is actually Nerds gummy clusters, which I, I- <laughs> Which Kylie Jenner tried on her story and it went viral and they sold out all over the country. Everyone, all these blogs started picking up the story and I was texting about it with my friend, Courtney. I was like, we need to try these because I love nerds and I love nerds ropes, but it's been so long since I've had them. So we searched and searched stores and no one could find them. And finally, last week, my friend Courtney was able to get me the Nerds Gummy Clusters and they're so good. Oh my God. Like it is my new addiction.
1: Stop. You okay. Can I just... Call you off for a moment, like you're so good at like hearing about an item like that and finding it, like somehow.
0: Listen, Chris Jenner works hard, but I work harder. <laughs> I can find this.
1: <laughs> But actually, with like the Lady Gaga Oreos, like oh I, yeah, you were the first yeah. person that I knew that had them.
0: Yeah, that, that's another pick of the week. If anyone's tried those, well, let me know. But bonus, <laughs> bonus round. But yeah, no, these are so good. Like, have you had Nerds ropes? I. I... It's no. life changing. Is that but mini?
1: <laughs> okay, I want to get them because they they sound really good.
0: They are. So what we'll do is we'll put up uh, both of our picks of the weeks on our Instagram stories, so you guys can see the exact product, and uh, f- maybe we'll even put the link in our link tree, and you can check it out.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I just want to mention this is not sponsored. These not are sponsored. Totally but we would things. love
0: a sponsorship. Call us nerds.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, we hope you loved that pick of the week. We'll keep doing it every week and see what you guys think a little Yeah, line. absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay, so entering the next segment called It's Your Favorite Everyone The Ketchup. The Not Ketchup. To be mistaken for mustard. Now, we <gasps> have something huge to catch up on and recap The yeah. Grammys. Did you watch?
1: Ah, yes.
0: Did you watch? <laughs> Obviously, favorite night of the year.
1: Oh my gosh. Such a good night with so many iconic performances
0: so good i have to say right off the bat i thought this was one of the best grammys in years and i loved the format that they did i think this is the first award show or event in general during the pandemic that has gotten it right
1: yes oh my gosh like while i was watching last night i was just thinking to myself like imagine being in that room like where Mm -hmm. like they literally just had the celebrities like and the nominees and um like presenters there how like how iconic would that be to just like look around and like see all those people among you
0: it would be such a cool experience and that's part of the reason why I loved this one is because to me it felt very intimate and it was more about actually I mean I, I love you know the bells and whistles and big performances yeah. and all that, but <laughs> to me I felt like this was very much about the artistry and showing mm-hmm. their talent and like you said there's only a couple people there with the with the actual yeah, artists and they were minimal. watching each other and like it looked just like a normal concert hall
1: it really did like go so smoothly and i mean they started off with a major hot bang hey, mr I harry know. styles no, they were
0: cranking out at first we had harry styles at the beginning we had yes who else um was some huge
1: did wasn't billy eilish like right oh after yeah billy eilish was right time
0: too. yeah i was like yeah. oh okay we're starting off strong
1: I know. Like they came in swinging. I was like, Oh shit. Well, this is about to be a big show. Like <laughs> literally so good. Can I mention that? So first of all, Harry looked iconic. So um, good. Second of all, my boyfriend and I went back and forth for like 20 minutes because he didn't know what a boa was. And I was like, what? I, was I know. like, I was thinking God, I, I love this boa. boa. <laughs> and like, and he, my boyfriend was like, is that just like a feather scarf? I was like, honey
0: honey this (laughs) is a boa boa. it's a whole nother moment
1: (laughs) yeah like know your boas from your scarves
0: come on you need to get him one get him a a personalized (laughs) boa with his name bedazzled going down
1: that's perfect he would love that
0: (laughs) no but yeah i thought harry looked so good in the performance i liked the leather moment he had going on and billy's performance was amazing
1: oh as always
0: everyone was so good like i'm not kidding there was not and i'm not just saying this yeah i genuinely mean that there was not one performance i didn't like which i've never said before
1: okay can we talk about um the baby his performance of rockstar
0: so iconic and i need his Chanel uh suit that he on and to be one of the judges in the background singing yes
1: wait (laughs) yes the chorus like i I was so shook like or the choir that would be the right right? oh they were amazing like and something i just love about like live performances like this especially on like a grammy stage is like how they take a song like that which is like uh like a it's like a rap song but Mm -hmm. they turned it into this like choir like da, 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 like like this like grand I know I love this
0: version my, my aunt yeah. texted me and she uh because as you know I'm a singer and she texted me being like you should just have my you should have your grandma just be a background singer in a judge costume <laughs> I was like I guess that's the new trend I'll do it I <laughs> no, loved it though it was so iconic
1: amazing. yeah that was amazing um what else what else did you love
0: Okay. There were so many standout performances throughout the night. I feel, well, Lil Lil Baby's performance was really powerful. Megan Thee Stallion had Mm. the night though. I mean, her performance was amazing. She won so many awards. She got a lot of shout outs from other artists and Cardi B and her performance combined was like insane. WAP live. Oh my God. I was shaking.
1: (laughs) That is some, that is hot girl shit.
0: Speaking of. (laughs) She was interviewed on the red carpet and she said, she gave a little teaser, uh, I think it was Joanna Rancic was interviewing her and she asked, what can we expect from you up next? You know, She's at the Grammys, obviously a lot of eyes are on her, what's gonna be her next chapter? And she gave a teaser saying specifically, look out, also this is not the exact quote, but it's something along the lines of-
1: Allegedly. uh, (laughs) Allegedly,
0: it was was (laughs) along the lines of, get ready for a hot girl summer part two. So we're about to get some more Megan hot girl shit this summer.
1: I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Also, I also
1: love, like, she is so humble. Like when she was like accepting her awards, like she's adorable, but at the same time, like so freaking fierce.
0: And Beyonce was there and came up with her. Oh, and shout out to Taylor Schliff. She had a good performance and a good night. She won album of the year for folklore.
1: Yeah, she was amazing. Um, Also, can we talk about Lizzo when she was presenting? <laughs>
0: i love she her. was so
1: funny she well first she was like well they're not supposed to swear right because it's like on cbs
0: well i know and people were tweeting about this but i think you she i think the word she said you can say
1: she said the b word
0: yeah i think you can say that i don't know though because they didn't bleep it but i don't know if they were able yeah. to
1: catch it well, it was so fast and like her reaction she was, was just so the funniest fun. she's like, like oh, oh. <laughs>
0: I know I love her we need new music from her Lizzo provide us with what we need now Sierra we got to discuss the fashion who'd you love your favorite part who'd you love what do we think there were
1: so many amazing fashion moments okay you talked about Harry Styles iconic outfit um Dua Lipa
0: Ooh, so enough said the butterfly dress
1: she yes she slayed she looked yeah. so good. She always not only it. like yeah, like on the red carpet, but in her performance.
0: Yes, and she had multiple outfit changes throughout the entire performance. Yeah, she
1: was really like f-
0: f-. <laughs> she was like layer off, layer off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, what's she, next, girl? <laughs> she did she's such a good performer. And I think it's really cool to see like how big of a year she had because new rules was huge, but she's just gotten even bigger since then. I mean, everything with her new album, Future Nostalgia, she, I think yeah. she was one of the biggest artists of this year for sure. And she killed it during a pandemic, which is really hard to do.
1: Absolutely. Who was your favorite?
0: I mean, I thought Absolutely. Megan The Stallion looked really, really good and mm-hmm. orange. And I also liked, um, I hope I'm saying her name correctly, but Ingrid Andress, she yes. had a really cool outfit. And um, I thought, She really showed up and showed out because I think she's a newer artist. She is
1: newer. Yeah. Yeah, She was one of the nominees for new artist, I think.
0: Yeah. So she looked good. And obviously, Doja Cat brought an interesting look with the feathers. And (laughs) there's a lot of feathers last night. Boa's, Doa's dress. (laughs) I know. Is feathers the new moment?
1: It might be. Honestly, I wouldn't complain.
0: (laughs) I guess we need some new uh, feathers going on. And then the last thing I just wanted to say about the Grammys was I thought Trevor Noah did an amazing job. He was really funny.
1: He did. He was great. He looked awesome too.
0: Yeah. Okay. Trevor, we hope to see you there next year.
1: Yeah. He really kept the energy flowing. Like he brought it, he bought brought a great like positivity towards like I don't know the whole thing and I loved like in the performances when you could see him in the background like just like jamming like I off know. like stage I know I see before I him, was you like, just saw
0: him dancing
1: yeah like do they tell him to do that do you think or was he I just think really he was just feeling it. and that's
0: that's what I meant with what I said at the beginning it was just so cool to see everyone in the same room just doing casual I mean they weren't casual performances there was a lot of big productions but yeah it still was casual. just so intimate and. Everyone <laughs> Was just having a good time it was about the music it wasn't about anything else and I loved that
1: yeah absolutely well we loved the Grammys stay tuned for more awards show recaps as we continue in the awards show season
0: let us know what you thought of the Grammys yes
1: absolutely well as we mentioned earlier we have an incredible guest here with us today so I think it's time to bring her in what do you think John
0: I think it's time let's do this
1: <laughs> all right our guest this week is an absolute queen and icon. Mm-hmm. She is known by her friends for being impossible to reach, but when you do reach her, it'll be the best conversation of your day. Some would refer to her as the Winter Soldier because of her beauty, bravery, and celebrity look alike, Sebastian Stan. She is from the miniature state of Delaware, but she has the biggest heart. She dreams of working in sports production. And while her skill set is impeccable, the success hasn't always come easy to her. I first learned about her, her experiences dealing with anxiety when we were roommates in LA. And now she's here to tell all of us her inspiring story. Introducing Ms. Kat Snyder.
0: Yay! Hello! Welcome!
2: having me i'm a huge fan of the show
0: <laughs> and we're Kat, huge we fans so, of you
2: yeah we are obsessed oh my with god you, so. I, my ego can't fit in this <laughs> in this room oh my oh goodness my we are so happy and thankful that you're here to talk to us i'm so happy to be here seriously i listened i can't wait for your show to come out um, so i <laughs> like. i have a little reminder on thursdays
1: oh <laughs> that's so sweet Well, today we are going to get into a conversation about anxiety and mental health as a whole. Um, As I touched on, and Kat will get into with us, Kat is someone who has experienced anxiety for a while now, and Kat, we would love it if you got into that with us. So for starters... Mm -hmm. Could you tell us a little bit about your story when you were when you first realized you know something was up or something there's something to figure out there and you when you were first diagnosed with anxiety all that. Perfect. Yeah. Um. First of all, thank you so much for thinking of me on your anxiety episode. Um,
2: <laughs> uh, it is it is a personality trait at this point. Um. <laughs> but I I definitely grew up a really stressed out kid and just had like no idea um i just thought i was like quirky and fun um you and i have <laughs> really bad add and so i just never really like thought about it but i was always stressed out um and then getting a little bit older and i started to go to therapy the beginning of my junior year of college and again i knew i had bad anxiety growing up i ended up transferring schools in 8th grade because of it mm. um but i never really i was like cool we're all stressed out like it's fine cat just do better um and then going <sighs> to therapy made me like talk a little bit more about it and I was like oh I've just like never been relaxed (laughs) (laughs) I'm just in a constant state of stress um I like I used to not be able to I would like not go to sleepovers growing up and I would just be like too stressed I didn't go to like a third of seventh grade I would just like like sit in my dad's car I was like too afraid to get out and go to school And, and again I had no idea I thought it was totally normal um but going to therapy has been like super helpful for me and like I think it was really important for me to like understand why that was happening or not exactly like why it's happening because you can't always do that but like Mm -hmm. just like knowing that it is anxiety and it's not just like me being like lazy or stupid Mm -hmm. um but therapy really helped me figure that out which was Mm -hmm. nice and it's 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 been a journey but we're doing our best
1: yeah (laughs) absolutely i'm wondering so what was it that made you realize that like, oh, I actually have anxiety and it's something like I need to go to a therapist about, because like, I mean, in this day and age, I feel like people toss around like, oh, like, I'm just feeling anxious. Like, oh my God, my anxiety, blah, blah, blah. But like, there are people who don't, who aren't actually diagnosed with it. Like right. what differentiates um, you as someone who like is actually diagnosed with it and like, you know, has seeked help versus someone who just like, like, oh, I'm so anxious this morning. Like I have a test later and my mom is mad at me. Like, you know. yes
2: um I mean and again I think a lot of us feel really stressed in college um and so it's it's definitely hard to to differentiate the difference um I remember the beginning of my junior year I was just getting really anxious and I would have a lot of anxiety attacks when going out and like anytime there was alcohol involved I would just like have like little I wouldn't say like panic attacks but I I couldn't breathe and I would like have to go home um and then there was like a few weeks where like I couldn't go to class I would like walk to class and then just like stand outside of the class and I would sit there the entire like entire time like I knew like I wasn't just like skipping class I didn't want to go like I would stand outside in the hallway and I would just be like too afraid I was like the teacher's calling me stupid fat and ugly and it's like well no the teacher is teaching economics (laughs) like he's he's he has no way he doesn't even know your name like Mm-hmm. And i just like, I could like, I would, I but would, you
0: had these thoughts before going in.
2: Right. Like for so long. And I, again, I, I had it a lot as a kid and I had no idea that not everyone was mm-hmm. thinking that their teachers were calling them fat, ugly and stupid. But like, again, the poor teacher, like, doesn't even <laughs> know my name, but like, um, and I would be afraid to like email teachers. I would be afraid to, I would like be afraid to go to certain rooms. Um, I would stay in bed a lot. I would just kind of like really, freak out all the time and then be like cat why are you weird um but i might i think no. one of my friends actually told me to go to a therapist and i was like i mean yeah sure i mean if I <laughs> like what's talk about that? <laughs> my ego went through the roof i was like yeah i'll talk about myself for an hour whatever <laughs> um, but and then going to my therapist shout out karen love you so much um she's like no we should really we should really talk about that um and i've been going to the, her for A little over two years now I know of a doctor for like medication and stuff recently I'm he's really nice um Mm -hmm. uh yeah but so it was definitely a long journey of just like growing up trying not to like like your parents like want to do their best but they're like are Mm -hmm. you just being lazy or can you really not like function oh my god I don't know." know
1: Who that's knows? really, yeah, that's a lot to be like battling inside your own head. And I feel mm-hmm. like that was a great yeah, description of like, yeah, someone who like has like a severe case of it and the differentiation between like just being nervous for a test versus like not being able to enter your class because you're afraid that your teacher is going to like bully you.
2: <laughs> Which all my teachers have been so nice to me. PSA, <laughs> like, no, like they've all been nothing It's all benign. internal. It was it's all in your totally home. me. Shout out my economics teacher. I know that you weren't bullying
1: me. If you're listening.
2: Yeah, wherever you are.
0: (laughs) I know, uh, I thought it was interesting you're talking about that your friend said that you should try therapy. And I think that a lot of people are so afraid of therapy or asking for help or trying to get resources because they're either don't know about the resources that they can get, or also they're just afraid of the stigma of trying to get help. And I know that I struggle with OCD. And I've always I I think the time when you really like for me, the best time that made sense for me to try to get help. And I don't know if after your friend told you this, it made sense is when I feel like your thoughts or whatever it is that you're struggling with becomes crippling to your life. And like for me, like for you, like you were waiting outside of these classes and you're missing class and we're starting to maybe, maybe that you can speak for your own uh, situation, but maybe that was starting to hurt your grades or whatever the experience was. But Mm. I think that I wish that if we could make this more of a conversation, we wouldn't have to get to those crippling moments because you shouldn't have, it's great to ask for help at any time, but I wish that we could ask for help before it gets to those crippling moments. You know what I mean? So I was just wondering from you of what your advice would be to people who maybe are, Thinking about getting therapy or don't know where they should get help for their anxiety or ocd or whatever issues that they're struggling with that was the loaded question no, take no <laughs>
2: totally well as the expert i'm kidding like <laughs> if any of my v- advice like isn't helpful you don't have to listen to me at all this is just like no, what this is amazing. my personal journey no, um,
1: awesome. I, I feel like that's the best advice when it's from experience and you're not yeah. just talking out of your ass <laughs> the- therapy was always really weird for me like i had gone to therapy like three or four
2: separate times growing up and it was such a stigma. Like I went, when I first started going on ADD medication, like I wasn't eating. Cause like mm-hmm. it stops you from being hungry. I'm not on it anymore. I had so many problems with it, but, um, I wasn't like eating. I had to go to therapy for that. And I always thought that was weird. And then I went to, I went to like three separate therapists and no one else I ever knew, like, cause they're in like sixth grade. No one's like going to class being like, do you want some Oreos or even therapy? Um, so like when I was younger, I definitely felt kind of a stigma. And when I stopped going, I just was like, it didn't fix me. So why would I go? And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I felt like I'm still a weirdo. Why would I go to therapy?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I think it's not true. <laughs> exactly. Like it's, it's such a normal thing to go to therapy. I'm especially, I think, I think everyone I get, should be
0: in therapy. Honestly, yeah. like
2: <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's preventative. Like if you're having a great day, you should still go to therapy because like, like, it's just good to be able to know that someone is there to like help you. And Something that is, mental health just is not talked about enough. I think we're definitely making a lot of strides, but like physical health and mental health are just like equally important and you really have to take care of yourself. Like, and I have a lot of stomach problems with like, uh, who knows? I'm just like allergic to everything, but I definitely know, like, I, like, it's harder for me to like eat foods without getting stomach aches when I'm more stressed. Like it affects you in so many ways. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's also good to have people around you that can tell you because at least for me, like, I do me and one of my friends were both, like, not in therapy, and we we're both, like, you should be in therapy. We are like, what? Like, we were saying yeah. it to each other, and we are both, like, no, but you should. Like, I'm a <laughs> We mess, can all but, use like, it. you like, it won't help me. I'm a too far gone, but you should do it. Oh, um, and I think just, like, remembering, like, um, just to, like, listen to the wonderful people around you. And honestly, therapy's fun. Like, sometimes I will just, like, if I'm not having a good day, my therapist and I will talk about like what to eat for dinner? Like it'll just, yeah. it's just almost sometimes with my anxiety, it comes a lot from like social and just sometimes I isolate myself a lot. So just making sure I have a weekly conversation with another person
1: yeah,
2: is sometimes like the best therapy you need, even if it's not going through like a trauma from your childhood. It's just having a conversation with another person and feeling just like important and part of the world is kind of the best yeah. thing you need. And Mm -hmm. I feel
0: like vocalizing those thoughts that you have in your head are such an amazing experience for you. Like, even if it's not something like, like you said, a specific traumatic event or super serious every week coming in and talking about like, hey, this is kind of what keeps going on in my mind. Like I know for me with OCD and there's not a one size fits all for everyone, but. For me, a lot of times my um, OCD is tended towards thoughts where I'll fixate on thoughts and they won't leave my brain. So for me to vocalize that to someone else, like I know it may not be rational in my mind and I can recognize that, but it doesn't mean the thought's going to go away. So talking with someone, even if it's not a therapist, even if that's someone in my life, uh, helps me move past those thoughts and getting it out there. So I just feel like like Mm -hmm. you said, I loved that piece. It's so important just to talk about what's going on in your life. Like therapy doesn't have to be a scary, bad thing. Like you can just go in and talk about the good things even.
1: Right. And I think that's a great point also, because that's something that like I've experienced in like conversations about therapy, like talking to someone close to me and saying like, Oh, like I'm, I'm considering therapy. And then I had that person say, well, like, why? Like you seem fine. Why do you need a therapist? And Yeah. And just having to explain, right. And it's the same as like, well, I'll say that I compared it to like, so I do a lot of yoga. (laughs) And so my comparison was like, well, like yoga is for everyone. Just how therapy is for everyone. Like in order to do yoga, you don't have to be like, like really flexible or like, um, I don't know, but same with like therapy. Like you don't have to be really like, you don't have to be like super depressed in order to need a therapist. Like Mm -hmm. anybody can use it. 100%. Therapy is just, it's just good for your soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Kat, you touched on the social scenes that can be a trigger for you when it comes to your anxiety. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and maybe like a night out in the life of Kat? Like, what sort of thoughts you're experiencing and then what? Happens and then, like, what happens afterwards when you like force yourself to do something that maybe you were really anxious about, or yeah, <laughs> and, any, that, and
0: any tools that you mm-hmm. have throughout that you work through when you're going through these thoughts.
2: Yeah, totally, totally, totally. I will say one thing that I have learned in my college experience if this is any advice, like, if you're anxious during the day and you're gonna go out at night, you need to talk it out before any alcohol gets into your system. Like, I mean. Again, you don't have to listen to me. I'm not a doctor, but I know that like- I, I, <laughs> This is Kat's advice. Yeah. So I'm getting my own podcast. It's just going to be- Yes. Um, you
1: should
2: have one. <laughs> but I think something that is really important is like, like understanding why you're stressed and vocalizing that before going out because it's not going to get better in your head. Like anxiety, at least for me, like anxiety doesn't just go away. You're, I, I can usually feel like, especially if I feel like I'm going to have an anxiety attack, I can sometimes like know- a few hours in advance. Like I know that I'm getting stressed. Like my like body starts to tense up and I'm like I can hold it off for a few hours, which doesn't fix it. It doesn't. Um I I think just vocalizing it whether if it's something with your friends or something at home, if you want to talk if you don't want to talk to the person that you're stressed about or like situation like you can talk to someone else and just be like, hey, like this is stressing me out. I don't need to fix it right now, but this is just in my head. And I think sometimes just saying sometimes it not smells. even solving a problem but just saying out loud saying like hey I think that I'm gonna fail this class or even you're not or I think <laughs> that this friend like is mad at me today or I think this just saying it to someone else mm-hmm. even if it's your mom or your friend or if no one can talk to you you can talk to your dog <laughs> I think vocalizing it is so important yes, and I also yes, yes. I just think that just helps so much because it's not always like an easy fix right away, but just letting it out in the air, I feel like doesn't make you feel like you're like someone's like, I, when I get stressed, I feel like someone's like holding my neck kind of, like I feel like choking okay. almost. And
0: mm-hmm. it feels just
2: like I can breathe. Yeah. So it doesn't always solve the problem, but I think just vocalizing and knowing that all your feelings are valid, whether mm. your feelings are equal to someone else's, like if you think something's happening and someone, isn't like both sides are valid, even if they're aligning.
0: And surround yourself with people who understand what you're going through. So you're able to totally. com- be able to vocalize in a comfortable way. And if they don't understand that, that's not the crowd for you.
2: Totally. hundred percent. And most of the time, I think it's always scary until you do. There are a lot of people that are going to be really good in there for you. And yes. I think there's a quote. I'm going to get it wrong. But it was like, you're surrounded mm-hmm. by allies the second you decide that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, oh, if you go out there and you just say, listen, good. I need help today they'll be like, oh my God, I would love to be helpful. I'm your friend, I'm here, you just have to tell me.
1: Yeah, I feel like there are a lot of friends like that, for example, who like, if if you recognize to them that you need help, like it almost is kind of like putting a crown on them and like making them feel important by like, not that that's necessary when you're the one struggling with something, but like sometimes feeling like, oh my gosh, like this person like wants my help. Like that's kind of honorable as well. So totally. I, know, totally. I can take away the stigma a little bit of like being scared about going to towards your friend or something.
2: Totally. And I think sometimes it does feel scary. Like you're like, I don't want to like, like burden them. And like, I feel stressed. So like, if they haven't noticed and like, told me, like, are you stressed? Like, then they don't care. I used mm-hmm. to definitely be a little more like that. And like, be like, well, my friends aren't reaching out because like, or like saying, or like, cat are you okay? Every 10 minutes when like, so I'd be like, well, they don't care when, it's a lot harder to tell sometimes. And I think you have to give them the opportunity to do it by saying stuff because 90% of the time we're all thinking about ourselves. You know what I mean? Like you're watching, like I'm watching the cat show. Sierra, You're watching this year. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like we're all living our lives and are happy to help other people, but we need to like, like know, and like feel like you can go talk to people so they can have the opportunity to be a good friend and be an ally for you.
0: And plus, I, th- I think I said this in the last show, specifically about like the Meghan Markle situation, but it kind of relates, <laughs> is perspe- perspective is such an important concept that your perception and everything that you're feeling on the inside, I wouldn't know that unless you were yeah. to express that to me and I start mm-hmm. picking up and learning about what are your triggers or what causes you anxiety or what situations may not uh, be the best for you or whatever the situation may be. So I feel like perception, something to remember that the only way people are going to know what's going on is if you express that. Yeah. Now, Kat, we've known each other a little bit. I'm not, we're not as close yet, but we will be after this. Oh <laughs> and- my God. Text me
1: anytime.
2: <laughs> I probably won't answer, but I love that you do.
0: Well, that's actually <laughs> what I was going to ask you. Oh! I, noticed, <laughs> I noticed in the intro that Sierra mentioned, like mentioning, Oh, it's kind of hard to reach you. And you just made that joke yourself saying that you may not answer what specifically (laughs) is your anxiety with communicating on text or calls or could you just tell me a little bit more about that because I don't really know about if you're willing to share
2: oh my god totally and I think a lot of people might have this I'm making this in my head I think but I think a lot of people have this anxiety and it's just like I mean mine might be a little more severe but um I I hate texting I'm I'm really like afraid of it like I and sometimes I will be in a mood where I will text you back a bunch but My phone gives me such bad anxiety and it's not even, I mean, I try not to go on a lot of social medias, but that isn't even what stresses me out. Like, I feel like my phone and like messages and like sometimes calls, but it's mostly messages. It's like people are texting me and I'm so stressed about what to respond. Mm. Then I'm just, I'll think of like 30 different things of responding and I'll be like, well, which one's the right thing to say? And then I'll just kind of get way in my head and then I'll get too anxious not to put my phone away. And then if like another person texts me, I'm like, well, I haven't answered the other person. So I can't answer this person. And I end up with like 15 unread messages. Or if I get more than like three texts in a day, I will turn my phone off. I just you throw it out. The and, window. Which is <laughs> It's so it's so hard because at the same time it is, it's so wonderful. And like, I love when my friends reach out to me. I just. I think something that's important is me like explaining to them that like I can't always answer but know that I'm always I'm always thinking about them and I always want to answer. it's not a
0: personal thing it's just something. Yeah. Like right like I have.
2: literally yeah. I literally ghost like my doctor like I ghost my mom <laughs> you know what I mean like I haven't taught I didn't call my grandma back for, like, yeah a doesn't
1: month. like doesn't your mom know, like dm you on instagram if you're like no, not she answering the text <laughs> if I don't
2: answer her text she'll dm me like hey or she does like you up and I'm like um you can't you up text me like that's not what that means you can't do that like um but I think something that's really important is like no like not just knowing and like figuring out what your own triggers are for anxiety but I have found it has been so much better for me when telling the people that I love like what it is about the anxiety and being like hey like if Sierra texts me like three times in a in a day I like I hope like and she knows like it makes my day that she's reaching out, but like, I physically can't answer her. And right. she knows it's not because I didn't see it or like, yeah. well, I probably, I could have lost my, I lost my phone a lot too, um, <laughs> but, but like, she knows that like, I want to talk to her so badly and I love her and I'm thinking of her all day, but like, I probably won't answer the text for like three days. And mm-hmm. it's because I either, I'm really, I am usually not really busy. I usually just, I don't even have my phone near me because I'm too stressed out about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she knows that she's not, I'm not mad at her or any, anything. And like, I'm not ignoring her. I just can't do the phone. But like most of the time when, yeah. I, when someone calls me, um, I'll answer or like, I'll
1: call people or like, yeah, calling if, is calling is the way to go. Yeah. I was going yeah, like, to
0: yeah, ask what other ways you are better for you to communicate.
1: Yes. Like, LinkedIn
2: only fans <laughs> are my three ways of communicating. Facebook so, if you messages. want to
0: reach write a letter. <laughs>
2: Yes, if you could send me a carrier pigeon with a handwritten note, I will get back to you faster than a text. I will. I go. totally will. <laughs> um, but again, I think it, it just comes down to kind of communication with your friends and the people that are reaching out. Like, there's, I'm not kidding, there's about 15 people that I haven't answered since December that texted me. And I'm just like, too. It's like it's like, it's like, <laughs> like mm, sorry, wrong number. Maybe they're like, listening.
0: Tell she'll get back to you eventually. Like,
2: <laughs> One day I will answer your text, and I think just like knowing the people close to you know that like it has nothing to do with them
0: right. again just it's, just, it's just important That's what to like tell through. them
1: and be honest and I remember because- that was something like when you and I were first becoming friends like you told me that off the bat because for those of you who don't know me and Kat actually became really close when we ended up being roommates and I remember like so I reached out to her to ask if she wanted to be my roommate and I didn't hear back for a long time <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh, like this, I'm so embarrassed. Cause I didn't know at that point that like the phone was like a thing. So I just thought she just like was like, you no way. And just like was like, I'm not answering. But <laughs> You're then, like, okay, she, well, not that roommate. But then she told me like immediately, like, um, I just want you to know like I'm not very good on my phone. Like, usually, like I'll see your response and like I'll think of a response and I just like won't send it, but just know like it's not you.
2: <laughs> right. A lot of the times I will look at a text. I will answer it in my head or even I'll like say out loud mm. what the response. If someone's like, cat, like someone texts me like, cat, what are you doing today? I will out loud to my, like out loud by myself in a room, <laughs> say the answer to the text and then move on with my day. Like, I think I'm just like, I don't know why, like the texting is such a hard thing. Um, no,
0: that's definitely something a lot of people do experience though. I have some of my own friends who they go through the same thing and I specifically have one friend and she always says, she's like, I will eventually go back to you. It's nothing to do with you. I'm just going through this or just like either expect to hear from me or maybe you won't, but like, it's nothing to do with you. (laughs) Just reach out again. And I promise you, you're here for me. So it's just not communicating that what you're doing. Totally. I remember
2: my boyfriend, he texted me to ask me out on like our first date and I was, I was taking a nap. So I I woke up like, (laughs) like, two hours later it's like, like two days later, two later <laughs> it was like 5 p.m and he was like did you want to go to dinner tonight and he probably was like okay well then fine never mind He's like, she's not so interested like cool I'll I go. Got rejected. Up, whatever. and i remember just waking up and like oh and then i was like oh and i like talk with my friends i was like should i go on the date yeah sure and then i decided and i still didn't answer the text
1: i had to like my friends were like no you have to answer and i was like oh oh my god yeah Okay. So speaking of your boyfriend, that was something that I was curious about was your relationship and also disclaimer, obviously as me and Kat are friends, I'm trying to (laughs) ask these questions. So it's helpful for the audience as well. But Kat, so can you tell us about your relationship and what that was like beginning a new relationship with, um, you know the anxiety you've expressed and yeah what what that process was like and how you like first confronted the situation to him um and made him aware and yeah just give us a little background on your relationship totally awesome um
2: shout out to monty wherever you are he's an idiot anyways um we love him we we first started talking like the f- like end of first semester junior year like i was just never really into like relationships was, i've never had i'd never ever had a boyfriend before then i just i never had to really like constantly talk to con- contact anyone mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it which be is a lot. as you can tell <laughs> it's really hard for to- me. <laughs> like i cannot <laughs> stay like my my mom is like are you are you in the house today like i don't even know where you are like it's hard to get in contact with me monty i feel like he's sometimes like are you did you lose your phone are we still dating i don't understand where you are mm-hmm. um but when we first started talking we had just gone to LA you Mm -hmm. and I had gone for a semester away Mm -hmm. um and so first of all time difference we had just met a month ago like he and I just met a month ago um and I remember like a week in I was just stressed I didn't have an internship and we were already there it was so overwhelming and I just I didn't answer him for like two days or like I would be very slow to answer him and I remember he sent me this text like hi like I don't know I I I like you if you don't want to (laughs) keep talking I totally get it um and then classic I just started bawling my eyes out I was like oh my god I I offended this poor man that is so nice to me um and I remember our, like one of our friends just like took the phone I was like I'm gonna answer it's fine <laughs> I was like I can't hold the I even- got yeah it. let me I talk really to him could not, could not hold the phone I was like I need to leave the room um and I think just like realizing that like you have to be honest with people about it and be like hey I'm overwhelmed this week I can't really talk a lot. Um, and I'm also not great at texting. So very early on, we decided to do like, once a day we would FaceTime, like before oh, bed. And nice. it was just kind of, it was definitely more structured than I am used to or like at all. I'm very much like, just, I exist in life. I'm not a very structured person
1: <laughs> or like a
2: planner in any
1: means. Like um, my. But she's my, so my fun pastor. for that reason too, because you can text her like the day of, like I did this with her once. I'm like, hey, so uh, I need a ride to New York city. Are you free? <laughs> <laughs> I just she drove literally me. came and picked me up and dropped me off in the big apple <laughs> I love that it was well, like that's like
0: uber on like the side half
2: hours for my yeah. drive I was like I don't care like, <laughs> I wasn't doing anything that day um <laughs> but I think being honest is really important and I'm I'm lucky I picked someone that was so like good about it but definitely being honest early on because he was like I was not expecting and like to like any of that. Like I thought we would text all the time. I would do this, but um, how conventional? Ugh. Yeah, ew. <laughs> Kidding. Love you, where we are. But I definitely think being honest about it and trying to like compromise in ways that you can, but also be honest about ways that you can't compromise in your anxieties, um, and just being being transparent about that is really important. Um, yeah, he's. He it was really it was really weird at first because we were long distance the first like, four months. Um and I'm terrible <laughs> on my phone, but it got a lot easier and, and he's honest when he's like, Hey, I feel like we haven't talked in a while. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot. Yeah. To text, I have a boyfriend.
1: Right.
2: I have to text you. <laughs> and I remember like, you being
1: day. like really worried too, like before. After like, we were away in LA and then we came back, like it was going to be the summer and like, you lived in different States and you were worried about that. And then like, also with going back to school after you had like spent all this time apart, partner, you're like, oh wait, now we're actually going to be like right next to each other. Like, how do I deal with that?
2: <laughs> I know I was very, we, we were across the street neighbors. Um, and and that Convenient. was weird because I was so nervous about like, like once you're after. like that close together, like you have to like really go on and be honest about all your stresses anxiety is like and I think right when that started happening he would kind of see me get a little more anxious and like he would see me crying a lot more and just being like hey I I can't get out of bed today what's up um (laughs) and just like being able to be honest about that was really helpful but um it's not always going to be that easy um and I know that it's not um but I think like for everyone's situation is different but I think trying your best to be as honest as possible and Knowing the people around you and in your relationship, if they can't handle it, then you need to be with someone that knows that you're anxious sure. or has other like mental health stuff and making sure that you have the support system that you need.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and, and, I, and I got that. And it's, it's been really um, nice. I think I have very um, a good boyfriend, a good family, really good friends. Like they all know when I'm stressed, like sometimes I'll just, something that really helps me is if I, I just need something other than my anxiety. To be mm. told. So, like, sometimes I'll text my friends and just be like, Can you tell me a story? Yeah. And they'll just like text me a lot of just like words. Mm. <laughs> and I'll do that to Monty or like Sierra or other people. And just they'll just like text me stories. I'm mm. like, Oh, okay. Okay. The world is normal. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, something that Sierra mentioned at the beginning of this conversation was that how some people, a lot of people these days are throwing around the terms of anxiety and OCD and use it kind of in a casual way such as, you know, like I actually struggle from OCD, but some people are like, oh, I'm just OCD, but really they just like clean their kitchen or something. And yeah. <laughs> which um, and, and they don't actually have a diagnosis of having OCD. And I was just wondering mm-hmm. what your thoughts were when with people throwing around these terms and if you think that's damaging or ways that people should maybe think about things before they say them.
2: Right, honestly, it, it happens all the time. And I think something that makes it so hard is like, a lot of them have really similar symptoms and so when people use those words just to describe like oh like cleaning your room is very ocd like it it does kind of diminish i don't think it usually ever comes from a place of trying to diminish anyone mm-hmm. i really don't at least in any experience that i've had like it hasn't been um, like malicious in any way and it's and it's and i haven't had that happen but I do think that sometimes it can kind of take away from other people's struggles. And Mm -hmm. I think the main difference is like, if it's coming from someone like that doesn't understand what you're going through, who actually has to deal with it. um, That can be damaging just because it's like, no, yeah, it, it, it does have those things and you might have those things, but like, Mm
0: -hmm. and there's difference between having tendencies, right. And having Mm -hmm. full on diagnoses. Right.
2: And, and diagnoses are so hard too, like, I, I do. I am diagnosed with anxiety. Hello. Um, and I have ADD. But when I go to my therapist and go to my doctor, I, I sometimes have, like they say, like I have some OCD tendencies, mm-hmm. not when it comes to kind of cleaning. That's the other thing with OCD is like there are people think types it's just, yeah,
0: people think it's just cleaning. Yeah. It's not.
2: Right. Like my tendencies to like go, like when I was going to class and I could not get into my classroom, I would stand outside. And have all these like images in my head that's another form of ocd and like really? no one would know that yeah you know what i mean like having like making up like scenarios in your head all the, all day like those are another things and i think again i don't think it comes from a place of like a bad place but i think it would probably happen a lot less if people were to educate themselves mm-hmm. on all the different types of mental health and 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 kind of the differences because it's hard to tell it's hard to tell when things are one thing or the other like I can be lazy sometimes and like I have to like know the difference of me being like am I tired and I can't get out of bed or am I so anxious that I can't get out of bed um and that's something that I don't know if this makes sense but like trying to be as honest as possible with yourself is really helpful like with me I'm like okay Kat what exactly are you feeling today okay Let's go eat some Cheerios and see how you're feeling after that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like being honest yeah. <laughs> about that. Um, and I think when people say stuff like that, um, I don't know the right answer to people saying it and like how to call it out. Um, yeah. But I think being like, no, totally. You are cleaning your room a lot. I get it. <laughs> like, yeah, that is that. But mm-hmm. there are people that actually struggle with it. So maybe you shouldn't use those words. Maybe you use a different with- term. Right. Yeah. Like without meaning to, you are demeaning someone else's struggles mm-hmm. that they might not even be telling other people about. You know what I mean? There are probably a lot of people with OCD that aren't as like, as you're able to say it on a podcast. So people know, but there are probably yeah. a lot of other people that have it and can't vocalize that. I don't talk as about easily. it a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so like mm-hmm. some people in your life could be saying that to you, and you have no idea. And especially if you're not as close to someone that you even want to say it, that's such a mm-hmm. hard thing. Cause like you don't want to like go into a whole, if you know, you're just like at lunch or something, you're like, well, this is my struggles. You know what I mean? Like, it's It's like, I can be
1: awkward to bring up.
2: Right. And like, if you don't want to go into all of that, but still like standing up for yourself, I think it's important to like call people out when it's, when it affects you in a way that does like educates without Mm -hmm. like blaming. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really important because people, like, I think a lot of times like, I bet, I mean, I haven't in a long time, but I bet like in eighth grade or something, I probably was like, I'm so OCD. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you're younger, yeah. you're learning and like you learn as you grow and get older. And
0: Education's it's honestly helpful.
2: Right, Education and is if everything. that's what happens, is honestly power. saying something is going to help someone else not say it again. And then the next mm-hmm. time they're near someone with OCD, they're not going to say it. And that's going to help those people. Mm-hmm.
1: I actually have a question for you along the lines of people making assumptions and how to handle that, like a action to take. So how would you describe your anxiety um, to someone who doesn't think it's a serious issue? Like to someone who would say, because we know there are so many people out there who will be like, oh, well, anxiety is like, you know, everybody has it. So like, what, how, how would you explain it to someone? Right. It's definitely hard,
2: especially if you don't, I'm such a crier personally. Like, so I definitely like, if I try to explain to someone that I don't know randomly, I'll probably cry. And that's no fun for anyone like on the street, just like, what? you know, like I'm such a, I will cry. I'll cry quite like every day. Um, Same. but I think for me, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out my own tendencies and anxieties, mm-hmm. um, is yeah. Ever, everyone does get stressed, but like, I will think about things for like hours on end that have like nothing to do with anything. And again, people can overthink too. Um, my main thing that i can tell with anxiety is um it feels like my stomach is like like my anxiety is coming up through my stomach it starts in my stomach and it usually gets stuck in my throat um and for like a few hours it'll feel like someone is like on my throat like this not like i'm gonna die choking but just it feels like someone is like pressing on my 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 neck for like hours at a time and I will feel like the world spinning and I will start to feel like these words, it's almost like these like bad affirmations, like opposite affirmations um, mm-hmm. are like spinning around. I can see them in my head. Um, and I think it's, it's just, it's just, it's, it can take over your entire body mm-hmm. and it's really easy to be like, yeah, we're all stressed, but it's not, it's It's not the next level. Yeah. Right. It's It's not the same as you being nervous for your test. It's, it's something Mm -hmm. that you can't just be like, Oh, okay, well I'm stressed. Let me go for a walk and then I'll feel better. Um, it doesn't go away. And something else that's important is anxiety. Isn't like you're stressed out that week because of school, you are never not stressed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You go to bed stressed. you wake up stressed. Like you feel just like, like someone is like tight on you all the time right and it's and sometimes like that sounded really dramatic but like i am not into like i feel better sometimes like it's it's definitely not linear it's like an up and down kind of thing Mm -hmm. but i think um the main thing is just kind of feeling like the world's against you and, and it's mostly like
1: it's crippling wow okay i hope that like anyone who out there who like is making assumptions like that or um, belittling like a situation, they listen to this and take it to heart and think twice before making assumptions about anything towards someone who's struggling with something.
2: Yeah, totally. I mean, I know I struggle with anxiety, but there's so many other struggles that people struggle with. And mental health is such a wide range of different things. And most of the time it doesn't go diagnosed. People will be like, well, Mm -hmm. you should just, you should just exercise more. Or you should just be eating healthier. You're like, oh no, no, I can't. Like like that. I can't get out of bed. I will only talk to my iPad for a week. Like I can't I cannot talk to anyone. Yeah. Well in like a a cool way.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like Um, cool girl. (laughs) Well, so to leave everyone like from this conversation with um some positivity. So what are your like can you tell us some coping mechanisms or like some strategies that you use when you're battling a panic attack or when you feel like something's on the edge um yeah just some ways that you overcome these feelings and grow from situations as opposed to letting those feelings repeat and repeat and repeat totally um Mm -hmm. step one
2: therapy you gotta try it everybody would recommend. I'll give you my girl's number. Um, <laughs> We're getting into business, but,
1: girl. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I think it depends on, like, what you're anxious about. I can tell sometimes a few hours in advance if I'm going to have an like, I don't know if you would call it an anxiety attack or panic attack. It's I you can usually tell, like, in the morning if I'm going to freak out later in the day. Um, I can, like, feel it in my stomach, and then later it goes to my neck, and then I eventually cry and I can't breathe it's like a whole thing um but I think something that really helps me is in the lower stages this might sound like stupid but I have a notebook and I just write down facts about myself like not positive not negative just like things about myself that make me feel like I'm a person like I sometimes feel like it's very dissociating or I feel like like I'm not really needed in the world like I should just move away to a different state because like I'm not helping anyone like I feel like I feel like I'm watching life happen, um, and so I think she's like writing down like Cat loves her iPad, or like Cat loves her new haircut, or like Cat's hair is brown. Cat the color yellow, and Cat are friends. You know what I mean? Like just <laughs> random yeah. things like Cat watches Harry Potter sometimes. Just mm-hmm. like random facts, or like just make me feel like a person almost, mm-hmm. and it kind of like brings me down and remembers like I am. I am part of the world, I am part of the ecosystem, I am here, let's take a minute. Um, that usually only works if I'm in like the earlier stages. If I'm really freaking out, I usually need to talk to another person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll usually just call people or like text them and just be like, hey, and, and just have them just be like, can you just talk? Um, and if someone else is talking to me, they don't have to be talking about anything, just like telling a story or something. It usually helps me get my breathing down um it helps me like not hyperventilate as much um or I'll text my friends just like can you tell me a story and they'll just like text little paragraphs which helps me um and so that kind of helps with like if I'm if I can't breathe yeah um if I'm feeling really like more on like the depressive side um I always like to watch a movie that I've always already seen um because that makes me feel better because I know exactly what's gonna happen <laughs> um, and it just like, I'm like oh hey characters missed you yeah uh, um, and uh, putting turning my phone off always mm. makes me feel better uh it doesn't even matter if I wasn't near my phone when I was anxious like turning my phone off or putting it upstairs I usually put my disconnecting. phone disconnecting yeah. yeah go downstairs go on a walk drink some I love drinking tea Mm-hmm. Like the You love your tea, tea. yeah. Uh, this is a weird one, but I love like cooking. Okay, yes. Or just, like, 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 I'll make like soup or like sauteing vegetables calms me down. Like, I don't know <laughs> why, but like love sauteing that. vegetables or like too. baking things. So I think just like finding th- little things that you do every day that you have realized, like I realized them because like when I was getting stressed, I like involuntarily watched myself start to do those things. And so just like kind of looking back at my past anxiety and seeing what was helping. Like yeah. if I was really stressed, I'd be like, I need to make vegetable soup. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, but I realized <laughs> helps. that like, like putting the spices together and like sauteing and cutting up vegetables was was a relaxing but thing for me. that's such a me. cool
0: thing to find, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and so now my mom just is like, Oh, you're so stressed. Soup for dinner. Um, <laughs> so it works out. Get or cooking, I, girl. <laughs> I know I'll watch like a Marvel movie in my room yeah. by myself, or like something. I'll be like, no one talking. Yeah. Um, sometimes and sometimes I feel like anxiety is different. We're like sometimes you need to be moving around and doing something that helps, and sometimes you need to just be lying down and not doing anything. Yeah. And so I think just listening to your body and seeing which ones mm. help the best for you is really important. But mm-hmm. those are mine, or and my weighted blanket. Yes, my weight and my heating pad. My heating pad is my best friend. Sierra, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> but my, heat, my heating pad is my best friend. Like Sierra it, can't
0: heat you like that.
1: Yeah, no, I cannot. Sierra, nope. work on that.
2: Um, I feel like my heating pad, it helps with like cramps and stuff. But also if you're feeling anxious, feeling something cold or warm, mm. like really warm or really cold kind mm-hmm. of helps for some reason. I'm not sure why. Yeah. But I have found that that helps.
0: Awesome. Well, thank, well, you, thank, you.
2: thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thank, yeah, you thank you for you, giving
0: Canada. those tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah those we, are amazing tips. We definitely want to thank you uh, for sharing your story and being so honest with us, and <sighs> really making mental health something that we all should talk about. And we appreciate you giving your story, giving these tips, giving advice, and making it a real thing for our listeners. So, thank you so much for coming on.
2: Oh my God! Thank you for having. I'm seriously, guys. I'm
1: your biggest fan. Oh my gosh, we love I you, want Kat.
2: T- I want a podcast T-shirt
1: but yes thank you so much we really appreciate your honesty and your vulnerability you're the best and I hope that people learn from this and take your advice because you have amazing experiences and tips and we also
0: just we just want to give a quick disclaimer that obviously this is not intended to be any substitute for you know professional advice diagnosis or treatment you know, we're not experts we're, no, or professionals. We're just experts. sharing our experiences and mm-hmm. you know, make sure to always seek advice from mental health professionals or other qualified health providers. So thank you again so much, Kat, for telling us all about your story. And we're going to move on to another segment. Now, normally this would be the time for the weekly wonders, but we had such a good question and have been having such great conversations that we're going to save it for next week. But get ready. It is a good one, Sierra, isn't it? It is.
1: It is a good one. So we're going to save this one so we can have a longer discussion about it next week.
0: But we still have one more thing that we want to do. <gasps> Kat, would you say for a game? I would be
1: honored. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> because that <laughs> would have spoiled our order if you said no. <laughs>
0: Tell us about the game, Sierra. What are we playing today? All right,
1: so we have a really fun game to play with Kat. She is a fan of the Kardashians, just like us. Who isn't? So (laughs) we we thought it would be fun to play a game called Name That Kardashian. So what we're going to do is read you some quotes.
0: That we pulled from Scary Mommy and E! Online. They both compiled a whole bunch of different quotes from the Kardashians and we're gonna see if Kat knows which one said it. Now it's Jenners <gasps> and Kardashians, not yeah, okay. us, Kim, Chloe, and Courtney. Okay.
1: It's Basically anyone us. on the show. So <laughs> all right, Kat. Let's it? see how let's see how well you know your Kardashians. Oh Can my god. You keep
0: up. <laughs>
1: <gasps> that's a good Can line. you keep up?
0: <laughs> Maybe that's what we should have called it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It should have been called Can You Keep Up. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Okay. <laughs> Still working through the show, guys. We're new. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cat. First quote There's a lot of baggage that comes with us, but it's like Louis Vuitton baggage. You always want it. Kim. Ding, ding, ding. We You're have it. Correct. One. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay.
2: Kim's my favorite.
0: Okay. So the next one is Honey, would you put a bumper sticker on a Bentley? Also, Kim. Yes, you're good. (laughs) I was trying to trick you by doing that. Because she
1: doesn't have any tattoos. Okay, ready?
0: Oh my gosh, you you know every fact.
1: (laughs) No, she knows everything. (laughs) Okay, you never do selfies with me. One day when I'm not here, you're going to regret it. (gasps) Oh my god, Uh,
2: Chris?
0: Yes! Yes! Oh my (laughs) gosh. You are on a roll. Oh my god. You are three for three. Okay. Here's the next if I one.
1: win, can I get adopted to the family?
0: Yes, that <laughs> yes. is the prize. Yes.
1: I'm you will be, we will be shipping you to Calabasas. Yes, Christian Yo, will my- be
0: on this recording very soon.
1: <laughs> this quote is, I would save Courtney because she has kids and Kim has a fat ass. So like it would save her for herself. It's like a flotation device. Chloe.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Don't He's eat like- the pizza. Do not eat one piece of that pizza. It could be poison.
2: <gasps> is it Chloe?
0: No, it was Kris <gasps> Jenner. It was oh, when Kylie no, got sent a fan pizza and they thought it was her stalker or something. Oh my God,
2: she would.
0: But okay. hey, you've been on a roll. Don't worry.
1: No, yeah, you're killing it. This is this is nothing but a mild bump. Okay. I take like five hundred selfies to get one I like. Kim, <gasps> Kylie, no,
0: guys. That was a stop, good guess. I feel no, like Kim probably that said all, that so too. <laughs> I
1: feel like they've all they all do that. Anna yeah. said that.
0: <laughs> Here's one. Thank God I have no friends.
1: <laughs> oh no, me
2: no. Um. <laughs> Um hmm, hmm. Courtney.
0: Yes. yes! Good job. It would be. Okay. <laughs> I'm
1: talking like I'm like, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh that's so Courtney of her. Like, that's, that's so Courtney. All right, ready for the next God. one? Honey, anytime there are balls involved, it's my kind of game. <gasps> Chloe
0: surprisingly no no it's chris (laughs) a legend
2: (laughs) chris is my favorite okay
0: so here's the last one holding your pee is no way to live life (gasps) chloe i would have thought that too but you know who it was kendall
1: Oh my god. No. And girl, I can relate to that one. Oh my god, tr- honestly I true. not hold my pee. Honestly true. Yeah. No, you- <laughs> like if you have to pee, like your day's just ruined if you're like holding in pee like trying and that to can't do something. Be healthy.
0: <laughs> you can't get anything.
2: You can't get anything done.
1: No, absolutely.
2: Do you guys remember when um and the keeping up with the Kardashians episode when Chris um
1: kept like peeing her pants. Yes,
0: yes. yes. <laughs>
2: and they were like at the beach yeah. and she like peed her pants
1: going to the car. Yes. What a queen. If Chris can do it, so can we.
0: If Chris has time to pee, we have time to pee.
1: Exactly.
2: (laughs) I'm going to get a t-shirt that says that. (laughs) that That's our first item of merch coming out.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, thank you for playing that game. Did you have fun?
1: Oh my God, so much fun. You definitely- You're so good.
0: You can keep up with them. I mean, you knew almost every single one. That was crazy. You did better than
1: You know me. Can keep up. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you everyone to listen for listening to this episode. Thank you, Kat. Where can people connect with you?
2: Mm, like my phone number, Drop um, your Insta.
0: maybe more like a social media handle, unless you want to oh, get yeah, real yeah. personal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, as you guys know, now I'm not going to answer if you text me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so maybe we'll stick um, to my, Instagram.
2: My Instagram was, oh, K- Kato Schneider.
0: Okay
1: and that's right. show my
0: email <laughs> well people make sure to check that out okay so They'll dm you make-
1: on insta if they have any questions yeah dm me like my
2: mom
0: does <laughs> make sure you download subscribe follow rate and review and most importantly like we say every week and we still mean it tell mm-hmm. everyone you know about this podcast
1: oh hell yeah
0: there is a brand new episode every thursday so be here next week on thursday we got some new stuff coming very mm-hmm. exciting Make sure to stay up to date on all things What About It by following us on Instagram and TikTok at What About It Podcast. You can, and also on Twitter. Yes, we are about- We're about to be popping on.
1: We're about to pop off on Twitter. So if you don't follow us, now's your chance unless you're going to miss some great content.
0: Don't be fake, follow us. Uh, And again, that was at What About It underscore pod. You can Mm -hmm. find me on Instagram at John Flynn Music.
1: And me at Sierra Morabito.
0: Okay, well, we'll see you next week.
1: Bye-bye.